On today's edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, what are the key matchups to watch in Eagles-Chiefs this Monday night? Plus, the Eagles and Chiefs, have they been the most consistent teams in the NFL since 2017? All that and more on this Wednesday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On Eagles podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Joined, as always, by Gino Camilleri. I'm Lou DiBiase getting you ready for Eagles Chiefs next Monday night, a Super Bowl 57 rematch at Arrowhead Stadium. The Kelsey brothers going back at it. Mahomes versus Hurts. Reed versus Sirianni. Storyline central. Gino, we got matchups to talk about first, though, to start off the show because obviously like those are the main stories, like, the big three have carried Kansas City over the years, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Reed. For the Eagles, it's been Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni. But then, I mean, this roster is extremely talented. But I think there are some matchups to watch removing those players on both sides of the ball. And I think there's a lot of, actually, when I was thinking about it, there's a lot of strength-on-strength matchups and a lot of weakness-on-weakness matchups, which I think is going to make this game even closer than it already was set to be. You're just going to have to hope you play as flawless of football as possible, in my opinion, yeah, because sure. both teams have exactly what it takes in terms of roster construction, in terms of coaching, in terms of personnel, in terms of situational awareness, in terms of consistency to win big-time football games. And that's what this is going to come down to is the team that makes the fewest mistakes because, like you said, it's strength on strength. Even yeah. the weak areas, it's like, they're similar in some areas. I, I'm mm-hmm. intrigued to see how linebacker, for example, matches up against sure. a strength like tight end for Kansas City because it's a different group altogether as opposed to last year, right? And some things are the same for Kansas City. Some things are different. You look at their wide receiver core. It is vastly different than it was last year outside of Kadarius Tony. but they bring Mecole Hardman back in the middle of the season and – now you're saying, are are we going to have to stop the same exact type of offense you stopped just a few months ago? And it's probably going to be exactly that way. It's going to be creative. They're going to be a lot of movement. These guys are going to get the ball in space. You got to be disciplined when it comes to your gaps. You got to be disciplined when it comes to your assignments. Whoever just plays flawless football mm-hmm. or as close to flawless football as you can get is going to win this game, man. And both teams are really good coming off of the bye week. Andy Reid, we know from Philadelphia, he's literally the GOAT coming off of two weeks of rest. The Eagles, if you look back to last season, when they had that bye week going into the divisional round against the Giants, it was the perfect two-week layoff that they needed. And we were screaming for so long that they needed to get to this bye week. And hopefully... We'll see the injury report that they'll be closer to full strength. And I'm excited that both of these teams are going to be coming into this game two weeks rested 
extra week of battle planning. It's yeah. very exciting. The country will appreciate that too. A nationally televised game Monday night football on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And yeah, again, like you look at strength on strength, the Eagles offensive line going up against a Chiefs defensive line, which is third in sacks. You look at, of course, the Eagles have some of the best weapons in the NFL at receiver with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Do you know those two tore the Chiefs secondary up in the Super Bowl? Both of them a main reason they could have won a ring in 2022. But this year, like Trent McDuffie, especially a former first round pick Mm -hmm. a couple years ago, has been incredible. I think pro football focus, the majority of the year has had him graded as the number one corner this year. So they have a much improved secondary like their defense is incredible this year. Travis Kelsey even said it that this is the best defense he's ever played with in Kansas City. So there's a lot of strength on strengths when it comes to the Eagles offense versus the Chiefs defense. And I look at players like Eric Reed, who have just been consistently right. getting better in their time in the National Football League, and George Karloftis falling into the lap of Kansas City late Another in that draft. In that draft, yeah. Oh, he's fantastic, man. And you're going to have to go, and your guys that are in that equivalent position are going to have to go and show it out. Like, Reed Blankenship is going to have to command that middle of the field. We know that Patrick Mahomes is one of those quarterbacks that it will take what is given to him, and if the Eagles are smart, you take away the explosives, let everything come to you underneath, and hopefully you could take away their rejuvenated run game now because that's one thing that if you could get Kansas City off schedule with their run and force them to pass, you probably have a little bit better chance to stop their offense, but that's still like, trying to stop an elephant versus a rhino, right? Like they're going to come and they're going to get, they're going to land a a bunch of blows. But unlike last year, you can't have a fumble six. You can't allow a big special teams play and you have to have at least one stop on defense. Like those are the three keys (laughs) to victory to me. Like everything you did wrong in February should be what you have to fix going into this game. Well, that's why I want Sean Desai, I think, dialing up a little more of an aggressive game plan because while, yes, Patrick Mahomes may be the best deep ball quarterback in the league over the last, you know, six years, at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, their weapons aren't super scary at wide receiver. Kadarius Tony hurt the Eagles in the Super Bowl, but he hasn't done much of anything this year. Sky Moore has been a disappointment right. for them. Same with Marquez Valdez-Scatling. Uh, Rashi Rice, their second-round rookie, has actually been their most consistent receiver mm-hmm. on the outside. So, to me, I also would like to see them – Dial them up some aggression, especially because the Chiefs receiving core, like it's been a weakness, but you look at that's kind of a weak versus weak situation because the Eagles secondary hasn't been great this year either, and mm-hmm. they weren't great against Mahomes last time. So Travis Kelsey's the main guy you got to watch out for. They're not going to do it, but, you know, I don't know what you think. I would almost just say Darius Slay cover 87 the entire game. We actually maybe suggested that in the Super Bowl, though, and they didn't do it then either. That's the one matchup where it's like, it's completely different from what you did in February because, I mean, you had Chauncey and it's like that's going to be the guy that goes out there a majority of the time and is going to man him up. I was going to say, who covers him now if it's not Slay? I would have to believe. Is it Bayard? It's got to be some combination of Bayard over the top, not in man coverage, but he has okay, to be yeah. to like that cover two side always. Like he has to be bracketed sure. no matter what. That's safety – I mean, you're going to be susceptible. Like, let's say you're running the quarter-quarter half like they do, and on that half field, you have three guys, right? And let's say Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. and a wide receiver is lined up. Let's say Sky Moore, he runs a nine route, takes Darius Slay out of the equation. Whoever is in the slot and whoever is over the top, you're going to have to bracket them, and it's always going to have to go to him. So you decrease the chance that Kelsey can get it in a high percentage area in the middle of the field, 
and take yeah. your best of luck with the guys on the outside that, I mean, Travis Kelsey's going to make the play. You want those guys to beat you on the outside, right? Like, that's why mm-hmm. it was unfortunate that Buddy didn't look at the film at all. And you know who I'm talking about when it comes to the defense where they picked you apart because you couldn't pass off like a motion and they picked you apart twice with the same play. Like, you're going to have to just hope that y- you can yeah. beat those guys one-on-one, really. It's like, if they beat you, so be it. But Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey can't be the guy to the beat issue. you in this game. The issue is Travis Kelsey doesn't even really run routes. He just finds space against yeah, his own I know. coverage. So that's why, like, yes, you can't probably man him up all game long. But I just hate the idea of giving him any open green grass. And I think You're going to have to match him with a yeah, man right. at first and then play that for bracket sure. over no, the I'm, top. I'm you. Like, you're going to yeah, have to sense. get hands on him for sure. And I, I don't hate the idea of – I know Bradbury wasn't great in slot areas against wide receivers – but what about a guy like Travis Cut? Like, that's a pretty good matchup. Like, big on big, he could tackle sure. if he gets out in space. He's not going to be as shifty as a as the receivers that he's faced in the slot. I don't hate that idea either, Lou. If, if that bracket idea starts to fall apart, and like you said, if he's on the quarter side of the field in this cover six, he's just going to – like, if they're playing box he's coverage where, I mean, where you have two safeties yeah. over the top and two corners, he's just going to sit right in the middle right. of that, and Pat Mahomes is going to find They've him. They've got to know that. They didn't mm-hmm. learn that in Arizona last year. Maybe they will this time around. It's one of the reasons the Chiefs have been the most consistent team since 2000 and going back to when the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017. Mm-hmm. These two teams, you know, I think entirely have been the two most consistent teams since the New England Patriots dynasty. I want to talk about that yeah. coming up next right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the access to best qualified candidates available. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Head over to LinkedIn, add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions, they make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and then hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash Locked on NFL. Terms and conditions do apply. Today's episode of Locked on Eagles is also sponsored by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book right now. New customers, you get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. So just take the Eagles to win a game. Eight of nine times this year, you would have won money. That's $150 bucks if your team, the Philadelphia Eagles, win it. Bet them against the Chiefs this Monday night. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app, it's so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, which we always do on LOE3 on our Friday shows, over-unders, all that and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen 
each and every day. Everybody Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. This is awesome. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Honored to be a part of this network that continues to grow. It's been so awesome. Right here on Locked On Eagles, we're talking Eagles-Chiefs, a rematch of Super Bowl 57 this Monday night. And, you know, we talked a lot about the main storylines on yesterday's show, but that really got the gears turning for me. Like, just thinking back, really the Eagles run of, it's been two different eras, but the Howie Roseman era, you could call it, from 2016 up until 2023. And when you think about Philadelphia, what they've done in that time, I'll say since they won the Super Bowl in 2017, and what Kansas City has done in that time frame, they're actually the two most consistent teams in football. So they're two of only three teams in that span that have made the playoffs at least five times. The only other team to do it are the Buffalo Bills, but they've never been to a Super Bowl. The Chiefs have been to two, three, I should say, and have won two. The Eagles have been to two and have won one. These two teams really have, and it's very hard in the NFL to do what these teams are doing. Really, only the New England Patriots have found that kind of consistency in the 21st century. What Kansas City and Philadelphia have done is incredible, and it's kind of a similar blueprint, but a little different. Really fascinating to see how they just continue to go at it, and now they're two of the best teams in the league that could be facing in back-to-back Super Bowls, and when was the last time that happened in the NFL? That's why we compared it to Cavs-Warriors. We had to make an Mm -hmm. NBA comparison on the show yesterday. I love that you had that little brush at the extent of the Buffalo Bills there. That this well, because they're part of, of the stat, but yeah. the difference is the Chiefs and Eagles have been playing for Super Bowls. The Bills have not. Exactly. Sorry, and... Buffalo fans. You're not listening to this anyway. Oh, you're the biggest <laughs> Buffalo apologist on the face of the Shut up. I just I lived in Buffalo. <laughs> no, but getting back to your point, that that's one of the things that really has irked me. But at the same time, I, I get why people want the attention of – the national media, but at the same time, it's like we know how good they have been and how consistent yeah. they have been the because of the results. Different, right? Because the Eagles oh, absolutely. Had, I mean, two different head coaches and quarterbacks do this, but the blueprint is kind of similar. The main reason both have been so good is elite head coaching and elite quarterback play. And a lot of it goes back to the paradigm of what Andy Reid instilled back in the year two or the nineties when he got here and brought in Donovan McNabb with a young quarterback who you need an offensive line with multiple Hall of Famers and bring in a weapon or two to elevate your young QB and have a very good defense around him. That's what Andy Reid has tried to do. But the Mm -hmm. thing about Andy is he's also evolved. Because when in the early 2000s, he had this great defense and an offense that could get by. Now it's his offense that gets him by, and the defense is just like, okay, they're staying afloat. And even this year, it's like now the defense is great, and this guy continues to make some great personnel moves. I mean, his draft class last year. Yeah, his draft class last year was unbelievable. All those guys that played major roles in the Super Bowl. And I think the only team that's really on par with the Eagles in that term is Kansas City. I mean, you could say San Francisco's close, but they don't have the quarterback, right? Like the full package, who's the the closest, who's the most consistent. It's the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC and Kansas City in the AFC. And that's just facts. Look at how many times they've been to the playoffs, Super Bowls, championships. Like you said, it's just facts. And look at the last two years alone since Jalen has been here. They're tied for the same record since the beginning of that 2022 season in the regular season for a reason because they understand what it takes to win. And it's not by chance. It's two completely different paths, like you said. Andy is probably 
less than 10 years removed from when he leaves the NFL. And Nick is probably going to be in this league for at least 20 more years. Who knows what, how long he's with Philly, but right. it's two completely different ways where Steve Spagnolo has been around the block, but we bring in a young Sean Desai and you have this young hungry team that has evolved from the 2017 team, which all of it stems back to what Andy instilled, because we don't get here without the right. butterfly effect of Andy Reid. Well, that's the thing is like, you know, you mentioned drafting and both teams have the right philosophy on, you know, roster building with weapons and offensive line and defensive line being the priority. But a lot mm-hmm. of teams you can say have found consistency in that way, too. You mentioned the 49ers. You could say the Baltimore Ravens, the Cincinnati Definitely. Bengals, the Los Angeles Rams. The difference is I think these two teams have gotten the most consistent play out of quarterback and head coaching because some of those teams have had years of elite combinations of both like the Mm. Ravens with Lamar and Harbaugh you know of course the Rams got that 2022 season or 2021 out of Matt Stafford and Sean McVay but it hasn't always been as consistent as Philadelphia and Kansas City whereas yeah Philly had that 2020 year but they got elite years outside of that from a number of combinations from Wentz and Doug Foles and Doug, Hurts and mm-hmm. Sirianni. Andy's gotten that from Alex Smith a few years before that. Now Patrick Mahomes. Again, it's it's not as simplistic as saying it's all about head coach and quarterback, but why did the Patriots quote unquote dynasty work for twenty years? It really was it was for a lot of reasons, but the main two were your head coach and your quarterback. It was a two man mm-hmm. dynasty, really. And now it's starting to look like a one man dynasty, but I digress. The way I would I know it's going to sound super Homer based, but if you, if you take this thing all all the way back to the years of Donovan, you're talking about Philly and new England being the only two teams for the last 25 years that have been this consistent, but Philly, they've had to do it after hitting a Valley of just absolutely nothing where Belichick. It's like, they remain consistent for the longest time. That's, that's what you ultimately want to be. You don't want to have the chip Kelly years in the last couple years of Andy. And then some of the years of Doug, like I'm not saying that's that's... what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like you've had to evolve multiple times where Kansas city in the two thousands are, are nothing because they couldn't find a coach. The Eagles have done that three times over now since the turn of the millennium. Yeah, it's hard for teams. They Some teams spend decades, i.e. the Detroit Lions, on just doing that one time. And mm-hmm. the Eagles have been able to do it right. multiple times. I mean, dude, where... Chip even got us to a playoff game, too. Like well, that's that, the thing. They yeah, always find a way to, to yeah. get there. Yeah. The Eagles have made the playoffs five of the last six years. They're working on six of seven, two Super Bowl appearances in that span. Um, of course, one championship. The Chiefs have won two championships. They've been mm-hmm. to three Super Bowls, five conference titles. They're on pace for their seventh straight playoff appearance. Yeah. I think, you know, for a lot of the reasons we both laid out, these are the two most consistent teams in the NFL. And that's been the case for a very long time now. Mm-hmm. And I don't see that slowing down. Right. I, I think these two teams are at the top of the league and it's not like the 2017 Eagles where it's, you can kind of tell it's an older roster and they're on the come down. I don't think that's the case at all. And as long as they have Patrick Mahomes and Jalen hurts, it doesn't matter what's changing on the roster. Just like it never really changed or mattered. I should say for Brady to our warriors Cavs comparison. Yeah. I just, I don't think Patrick Mahomes and that Cleveland or not that, that Kansas city team yep. is aging and going the way of what Cleveland did after that one where they won it. Right. Like sure. I expect all these games to be close for the exact reasons that we right. like Kelsey's about. aging, but outside of that, I mean, their team and you don't expect Andy game. to find somebody else to bring right, in and exactly. Pat Mahomes is going to make him a hall of famer. Like that's, yeah, they'll trade for some star receiver, you know, and you, and you hope that's Jalen too, right? You hope we're having these same discussion. I mean, we've had that Lou, we've done, 
1,200 shows. We talked about this with Carson where it's like you hope the discussions we're having down the road are like how great him in a four-year stretch of Alshon could have been. Yep. And yep. now it's like how great is Jalen going to be with these two young guys? And that's what we talk about with Pat. And you talk about the yep. year with Randy Moss and the Gronk years. I was going to say, with Tom Brady, Brady and Gronk and Brady mm-hmm. and Edelman for so long too. And you just got to find these guys. And it, to me, I always equate it to – like the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Chicago Blackhawks model of like the late 2000s, early 2010s, where your top is just so good. Your top right. six forward where Chicago was like Pat Kane, uh, Hosa, Taze, mm-hmm. and Sidney Crosby and Geno Malkin are in Pittsburgh. But like the rest is like fill in the blanks because those guys are going to elevate us so much. That's what those years of Tom felt like. That's what the years of Kansas City feel like. Where even that defense last year, they have – four or five guys starting that are rookies and why can they be that good and perform? It's because they can play carefree because they know the guy on the other side of the ball is just going to do crazy freaking Superman human things. And that's hopefully where the Eagles are getting to with Jalen Hurts, which I feel like that's the direction they're they're heading to. I agree with you. I think they're already there. How do the Eagles defend that guy on the other side of the field? Patrick Mahomes. We'll dive a little more into that as we wrap up this Wednesday edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. This episode, this edition of LOE is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Monday Night Football is going to be a great one, and I suggest you put in your entries for Monday Night Football today. How do you do this over at Prize Picks? It's easy. All you do is you pick two to six players. You can pick the six right now. We know who they are in this game. The two quarterbacks, all the pass catchers, toss them in there, maybe one of the running backs, and all you have to do is say, are they going to have more or less? Then their prize picks projections. It's just you against yourself. And you can get involved not just in football, but in basketball season as well. And if you like both, like Lou does, you can put a lot of these things together where you can go and say, Joel Embiid, he's going to have more than prize picks amount of points. And then Jalen Hurts is going to have more than the amount of touchdown throws. You could combine sports. That is crazy. That only happens around the Super Bowl, but it happens every day at prize picks. And guess what? You could also play with Meek Mill. Come on. Meek Mill in Philly, I mean, go play with them right now. Andrew, Andrew Schultz as well on the Community Plays page. You just go there, and you can play against any of these individuals. They also have their reboot policy where you can get somebody back if somebody gets injured. It's the only place that does it in sports. And you go to prizepicks.com slash NFL today. Use the code LOCKEDONNFL in all lowercase for a first deposit match up to $100. You put in 100 they give you 100 Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL today. All right, everybody, welcome back into this Wednesday edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. And we're going to finish up the show by asking the $100 million question that no defense can really figure out. They haven't been able to since he was drafted in 2017. The Eagles couldn't figure it out in the Super Bowl. It's how do you defend number 15 in Kansas City? How do you defend Patrick Mahomes? Gino, we kind of touched on it a little bit in segment one, but I kind of want to go back to something I was mentioning before where. I do want them to play a little more aggressive, way more aggressive maybe compared to what Jonathan Gannon did. I think he completely turtled in that Super Bowl. And again, yes, you don't want Mahomes to beat you over the top, but I don't want it to be that black and white like Gannon made it. And I do have confidence Desai should dial up some more pressures and just make it a little tougher for someone who's obviously going to get his. But again, like last time, you just needed one stop. I'm not saying you're only going to need one stop this time, but... You know, I think Desai, I'm a little more confident he can do enough to at least give Jalen Hurts a chance to outscore him this time. 
he's going to at least make Patrick Mahomes think a little bit. The, <laughs> the simulated pressures, you're hoping he sends six, seven guys up at the line, pops them out, sends some blitzes off of those looks. You're going to have to try and do something. But I think it boils down to this. One, this is a checklist how every defensive snap should go. Sure. One, where's 87 on the field? Okay, exactly. we are going to dictate our coverage You should ask of that, that twice, by the way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like two guys, three guys have to know where this guy is. Yeah. Then you're going to set your front and you're going to hopefully keep Patrick Mahomes from hitting the middle of the field in those short and intermediate areas. Mm-hmm. And why is that, Lou? PFF has him charted having seven touchdowns and only two interceptions in those areas where opposed to the short and intermediate areas outside of the number, he has what? On the left side, just two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Right. On the right side, he has three touchdowns and one interception. His receivers can't win the out there. Of the field. No, it's it's all through the middle of the field, and that's to your point what Jonathan Gannon was like, we'll sit back, you just take everything underneath, and they're just going to rip you and apart. Travis Kelsey said, okay, that's what I do best. Dude, the NFL has evolved to Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. like the Chargers sending seven, eight guys into coverage and saying – can you beat us? And then Pat, Mer- Pat Mahomes was like, okay, I'm going to change my entire game, check everything down yeah. short, and I don't need the explosive plays. I'm just going to take what's there. And well, I'm that's the tough part, too, I'm the right? Best. I mean, that's the thing. you got to give some slack to not Gannon specifically, but defensive coordinators because there's oh, only don't so get, Don't give him No, 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 I'm not slack. giving him any yeah. slack. But defensive coordinators in general, there's only so much you can do to stop a Patrick Mahomes, a Tom Brady, 100%. a LeBron James in sports. You're going to need your stars to be stars. Like, let's be honest, too. The Eagles just need their defensive line to wreak havoc this time. And this time, hopefully, they're not going to be slipping all over the field like they were in the Super Bowl. And I will say the Eagles defensive line, I think, has a very favorable matchup against Jaylon Taylor and that Chiefs offensive line. I would hope, I think it is tough. We'll see on the the right side is definitely where I'm favoring. Sure. They, I think the, a, they get called for a lot of holdings though, man. The middle of the field, I know Creed Humphrey, man. Like he he's an absolute beast. Sure. And, and the guys they have in there are very physical against the run. But those edge rushers are going to have to hit home. I think Jalen Carter is going to be the one question mark that we did not have this last go around, right? As good as your interior was you didn't have that type of interior pressure and the field conditions also played a little bit into that as well. We know, but getting back to it now, it can't be what you did eight months ago. That just cannot be the game plan where you let them I agree. just be on the offensive all game long. There's not enough talent on that. And be on the counter offensive yeah. at least multiple times in this game. Right. right. There's not enough talent on that offense to play like that. I know it's Mahomes, but Again, they don't have Tyreek Hill on that offense anymore. They don't even have a Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, that's how barren that receiving core is right now. But interesting stat I saw on Twitter today, Gino. J. Juan Taylor, Trey Smith, and Donovan Smith, three of the Chiefs' starting offensive linemen, they're all top three, or I should say top eight, in holding penalties. All three of them are top eight in holding penalties. So, you know, that is something to take a a look at as well. So it's going to be a great matchup. I mean, so many matchups to watch on both sides of the ball. Gino's going to dive into it more with the guys over at Lockdown Chiefs tomorrow, crossover Thursday. We've got a Friday edition for the show of the show for you as well. And then a Monday morning podcast. So we still got three more for you getting you ready for Eagles Chiefs on Monday night. But that is going to do it for today's edition of the podcast. Thanks so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. As always, thank you for downloading, thank you for watching and listening, and let's go Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.